0: Hey guys, welcome back to Classic Sundays. I'm here with Lena and Chantel, and this week we watched Good Will Hunting. Um, It is about Will Hunting, um, who is a genius level, who has a genius level IQ, sorry, but chooses to work as a janitor at MIT when he solves a difficult graduate level math problem. His talents are discovered by Professor Gerald Lambeau, um, who decides to help the misguided youth reach his potential. When Will is arrested for attacking a police officer, Professor Lambeau makes him a deal and gets leniency for him if he will get treatment with therapist Sean McGuire. So, let's jump into it. I believe this was your pick, Chantel?
1: Mm-hmm. Alright. Um, I I definitely enjoy this one. I enjoy most Robin Williams movies save for um, wasn't a huge fan of the Fisher King I think that was the first time that I found a movie that Robin Williams was in that I was like
0: (laughs) Um, is it because it's a little bit more like gritty like his character and it wasn't like his like you know like the typical Robin Williams guy like you know what I mean like it was more I don't know how to explain it he was more messed up if that makes sense?
1: Um, I don't... I, I mean, he... I mean, in Fisher King, he... he did well as an actor. It just wasn't my plot. My the movie story. didn't
2: quite stick with it. Like The movie had all of the good plot points, but something about the movie was just missing it. Mm.
1: Yeah. That, yeah. That was just... Anywho, I like Robin Williams though in Goodwill Hunting. Um, I feel like the storyline for this movie was definitely one to remember. I remember my first introduction to this movie. I was back in college, and I think I was helping some classmate or something like that. Some guy with a uh, homework or whatnot, and he. Um, so he mentioned me a quote from Goodwill Hunting. and then he was shocked that I hadn't heard of Goodwill Hunting before nor watched it. Um, and then so I made it obviously a mission to watch it. So this is my second run through of the movie. Um, but i really I really liked the movie. I felt like it was it was one of his more, I guess kind of like, sentimental type movies. Um there's a lot of memorable scenes in here as well as the bench, which is part of one of my fun facts. I don't
0: no, know, I like this one. I definitely think um I was surprised when I found out that Ben Affleck and Matt Damon were the ones that wrote it and like did everything for it. That I thought that was pretty interesting. I think um what's his name? Robin Williams just in general I think this was probably one of my favorite movies of him I enjoyed the scene where um will was like basically like dissing his wife and he just chokes him out. so I don't know. like I thought that was pretty interesting. I like the the story from like going from not really knowing what to do, and he's like kind of isolated to like kind of seeing him progress. I mean, I don't think we ever got like a a full ending, like you know, how like you have like that little pretty bow at it. I think it kind of left it very open-ended. So
1: Yeah. um, They ended it with him basically saying like, hey, I'm going to go see about a girl. In essence, basically telling um, Robin Williams' character that he was passing on the job offer. Mm.
2: No. What do you think, Lena? I'm the opposite. I did not like this movie at all. Interesting. Um, It's... What strikes me too is Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. He can't seem to like act in separate roles because um, they do a lot of movies together. But I just I didn't like this movie. I didn't like the smart key character, and I know that's what he was meant to be, but I just didn't like him. And I felt like Robin Williams does these movies where they're either really off the cuff funny, like Genie and the Batty. Or they're psychologically therapeutic, and I don't know mm. if it's because he when he was going through his depressive states or or what, but like those are the two types of movies that I've noticed he did. Um, and I liked him in Fisher King, kind of that off the cuff, you know, dealing with grief, dealing with different things. This very similar vibe in helping a child who was hurting and hurt and realizing the similarities and trying to help him get through it. And also how he ended up, you know, really kind of choosing his own path in life, not just about the job offer, but to pursue a relationship, you know, something that previously at the beginning of the movie, Will would never have done because he pushed people away well he was scared like if you yes, think about exactly. it like uh, how and towards like... the end of the movie the therapy worked and helped him work through it but I just didn't really like the movie overall I watched it like twice <laughs> two twice you twice, it twice in a row because I started it and then I had to go back and finish it because I got distracted with lead okay. and stuff so that that does oh, okay, okay 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 I you actually, like, sat through it twice and were like... Yeah, pretty much, I did. Like, I sat through most of it, and then I sat through it again and finished it. Um, yeah. And and I thought, you know, maybe it's a fluke, that I'm just not a fan of
1: it. I just,
2: I didn't like it. No,
1: that's cool. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Not You know, not every movie is for everyone. No. and those I, ones, felt I just... Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, feel like the majority was... of Will's character was... Putting on like a front. Oh, yeah. Basically. I
2: mean, that's, that's the kind of teenager that every adult, every, te- and uh, even other teenagers recognize, you mm-hmm. know, there's always mm-hmm. that, that kind of teenager. But it How just. How old was Will in this again? I think he was like 19. Oh, okay. So he was young. He was young. 20, was young. 20, 20. Will? Will? Yeah. Like, the 20 was.
1: Mm hmm. Okay. was well, I pegged him as You're
2: a lot younger. Very close. I pegged him as a lot younger um than that. But yeah, I just I the last movie that I enjoyed with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon, I think was Dogma. Yeah, they also And it was mostly Alan because of Alan Rickman, Rickman. The man carried that movie.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure.
2: So, I actually didn't even, I don't think I even like Dogma.
1: So it's yeah, kind of. I
2: love Dogma, but that's because I love Alan Rickman. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I want to watch right. a space odyssey. Is that the one with Alan Rickman? I don't know. I'll have to look it up. I'll, sh- I'll send you the link. He's like in like the space like one. Ow. But all right then. Um, so we kind of got what we are talking about. Do you want to go into our, um, ratings and then, or do you have anything else to say?
2: I don't have anything else.
1: I felt like, I just felt like it was, it was somewhat, somewhat, um, predictable, but I felt like it's just kind of one of those movies that you would go back to and watch um, just, like, on, like, a fall day or something like that. Just, like, a cozy movie. Like, if you're looking for some sentimental, like, sappy redemption story. Like,
0: I I feel like this movie's great for, like, pain, if that makes sense. Like, the stages of pain and, like, trying to get, like, over it. Grief. Um, grief, thank you. Um I would not say i have too many notable parts in this movie like i would understand why lena doesn't like it um i just like i am a sucker for robin williams so and especially he gets to choke someone out in this movie that's like the only thing that i truly remember like remember um
1: wait but, i got i got something funny about right? hunting about the uh, musical track Okay. So, one of the song titles of one of the musical tracks in the movie was called Weepy Donuts. Weepy Donuts? By Danny Elfman.
0: I I gotta find this one because I don't remember <laughs> anything that would say Weepy Donuts in it. Okay.
2: <laughs> Weepy Donuts? Right. And oh, Alexa, I do just think? looked it up. If you're talking about the 1960s well, not, that's too... Never mind. From the Miramax but, uh, motion picture. Uh, I...
0: Are you talking about the Alan Rickman one? Maybe? Yeah, it's um, Galaxy Quest, I think is Galaxy the one you're referring Quest. to. That's a movie we should watch. If you like Alan Rickman, that has to be watched. Well, wait, maybe but they, they do... Actors. Wait, what? They... Do use in
1: Goodwill Hunting though?
0: No, no, we're talking about Alan Rickman in a movie, not the the song. Uh, you're
1: not talking about Weepy Donuts. No,
0: no, no, Weepy no. Donuts. We're talking about Alan Rickman in like a space movie. But what all about- right,
1: then- <laughs> wait, wait, I got a couple more titles. <laughs> Let's see what other titles you have. <laughs> I'm just throwing these in here. Uh, one of the other songs on. One of the limited edition limited edition soundtrack albums, oh, okay. um, with uh, the Good Will Hunting original motion picture soundtrack, was the Genie Mopper,
0: the Genie Mopper,
1: the Kick Ass Choir,
0: the Kick Ass Choir.
1: I feel then like apples. I feel like Robin Williams was the one who
2: named all of these tracks.
1: Staring contest. He does it
2: the most.
1: No. Uh, fire music. <laughs>
0: <sighs> were they eating donuts and then like that's why they named it Weepy Donuts because it was right when they were eating donuts or something. Like they're the donuts on. in this
2: movie. What did I miss? I don't know. <laughs> that's what I'm like saying. Like that's like a <laughs> weird. I think Robin Williams named the the soundtracks to this
1: movie.
0: I wouldn't be surprised.
1: That's why it feels I'm like pleasantly <laughs> surprised <laughs> by the names, though.
0: Can you believe that Robin Williams died like in 2014? Like it's. We're coming up to 10 years since he passed. Like, it's crazy. Time's going real fast. Like, yeah. but all right, then give me um, your rating, Chantel.
1: Um, I am going to give this one an eight and a half out of 10. Oh, wow. Hi. Okay. I Nina? feel oh, like... Okay. No, no, you go, go,
0: go, go. go. (laughs) Sorry. I didn't think you were going to say anything else. Sorry.
1: I felt like it was one of my at least top ten favorite Robin Williams movies. Um, I don't know about, like, top three or anything like that for me, but um, I definitely enjoy it, although I do feel like it was a little predictable.
2: Hmm. Okay. Lena? I give this movie, like, a three
1: and a half okay <laughs> still higher than my Yentel.
0: hey yentl
1: you I guys think, hate yentl so hate much
2: yentl, but yentl was
0: horrible. horrible was not that bad guy. Was,
2: it was a garbage movie you just like, even don't Barbara appreciate Barbara Streisand it, it. It.
0: you just don't appreciate her, her vocals and her nose okay she sucks whatever <laughs> whatever guys i'm a Bi- barbara streisand fan I okay want... maybe
1: other movies but yentl was horrible was not it <laughs> I love her. and here's the it thing was i love her funny
2: face i think she did a wonderful job in funny face yes the problem with yentl was she directed she acted she did everything and it was just not it went good. on too long but anyway we did we went way off topic no <laughs> it like it's a good <laughs> this movie was a good Robin Williams movie and he was the best part of the whole thing I liked the bench scene I liked the fact that he didn't try to manipulate Will's character unlike every other person in Will's life but it just didn't do it for me even after i watched
0: it twice (laughs) yeah i can't believe you watched it twice um okay so for me i'm gonna give it a five it's very mid for me nothing memorable nothing unmemorable if that makes sense i if you tell me to recall anything from this movie in about like six months i won't be able to remember anything um but again like i guess watch it at least once if that makes sense um then you can at least have something to say if someone ever brings it up um, because I feel like this is a movie that someone would, obviously, like how Chantel said, someone like quoted it for her. Um, but I think the only thing that I find memorable is Robin Williams choking him out and kind of like seeing the grief play throughout. Um, because both of them were suffering through grief, like Robin Williams with his wife passing away and trying to like under like go through that, and then obviously with Will and his all childhood trauma and like trying to not be like a douchebag so Mm -hmm. but yeah five for me so you want to give me some fun facts chantel
1: all right i'm gonna give you some four fun facts today um robin williams last line in the film son of a bitch he stole my line was ad-libbed by robin williams um also another robin williams of course classic ad lib -lib is the lines in the scene where sean talks about his late wife's farting antics were actually ad libbed by robin williams that is why matt damon was laughing so hard and if you watch the scene carefully enough you can notice the camera shaking a bit because the cameramen were laughing too (laughs) so if you notice a little shaky shake that is why i mean the Um, cameras
0: in general i don't know if you have that like um as a a note about how they filmed it was a lot of handheld cameras so it would make sense why it's shaking because they were all handheld like, especially in the room where him and uh, what was that girl's name like right before they broke up that was all like just a handheld camera like in their face so that's why it's like the way that it is but if you didn't um, know that there you go here's a little fun fact
1: Alyssa coming in with that fifth fun fact fun fact
0: <laughs> yes.
1: Um. also The second problem that Matt Damon solves on the chalkboard in the hallway, his answer was actually incomplete due to him not finishing it before walking away when Lambo tells him a janitor stopped doing graffiti on a chalkboard meant for students in his class. The problem of listing all irreducible trees of the size N equals 10 has actually 10 different trees, but on the chalkboard, there were only seven i would okay. never have known <laughs> i <laughs> no, would you
0: never caught that I, have... you know. I thought that was a fake equation so no but... oh so I'm, I... I'm so disappointed with i Elsa know so there. No. i'm like sorry i don't like solve mathematical <laughs> equations that are like mit level forgive me let me just go back to like my basic algebra and school, restart
1: Alyssa, restart exactly. your math knowledge that fun fact were for, was for my nerds out there
0: I guess I'm um an uneducated person exactly
2: it's okay uneducated I never smart. paid enough attention at all whatsoever to like even look what kind of math equation it was on there you
0: could have done like x equals mc squared and I've been like yeah that's right
1: <laughs> all right. x equals mc quadrupled, and you'd be like yep that's right too mm-hmm. you just put like a pineapple <laughs> on the, the board power. and like
0: yeah that, that makes sense pineapple <laughs> to the pineapple degree perfect all right let's give <laughs> me right. the next one let's see what we my, got
1: my last fun fact is um a little depressing so in 2014 after robin williams died The bench in the Boston Public Garden, where he and Matt Damon had their conversation scene, became an impromptu memorial site. Uh, Mm -hmm. People left flowers, quotes, and various items at the bench. And a petition has been passed around to erect a statue in Williams memory near the bench. Oh, that's cute.
0: It's in Boston Commons. Is that where it
1: is? Yeah. Uh, I believe so. I know they did filming in Boston and Boston Commons. I think more most of the filming was in Boston Commons though. That area though, when I lived there, like summertime, like even in the spring,
0: you walk through there, it's just smells like weed. Just a heads up if you guys ever go, (laughs) just be prepared because it's legal there, obviously. So like people are just like picnicking and it is you just walk through and you can get high basically. So contact high. Yep. Recommend if you ever wanted to. So. But all right then let's let's go into is it a classic?
1: Give us the definition, Chantel. All right. Is the movie truly considered a classic based on the following criteria? Acting, music, dialogue, attention to historical details, costuming scenery, and did it have a cultural impact? All right, you go. Your movie I'm, I'm going to go with classic. Not only because a person in college stopped me and we were like what the heck how have you have you been living under a rock um how have you not seen goodwill hunting um but i felt like it had a good script um obviously the i forget when when it was when was it set filming took place in 1997 well prior to 1997 um But it came out in 1997. I felt like it was very 90s-esque costuming. Um, So I felt like it was very true to its time period. I felt like the script, while slightly predictable, because I had heard so much about it prior, um, and while watching it, I felt like it was very smooth. Like it flowed Mm -hmm. very well. Um, and then also, you had three very key actors that did a phenomenal job. So I'm going to stick with classic. Hmm.
0: If you wanted to know, um, it's per- you can watch it on Showtime tomorrow at 5.50 a.m. and 8.50 a.m. tomorrow. So just a heads up. What, I was just why, looking. why specifically tomorrow? Uh, It just says on TV soon, and it says Showtime at fifty AM East, and then Showtime eight fifty AM West. So, if you want to watch it, (laughs) so um, how about you, uh, Lena? Is it a classic? Is it not a classic?
2: I don't think it is, personally. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, I've never I've heard of it, but I've never heard anything quoted about from it. I've never. No one's ever referred to it. So maybe I, I missed something.
0: Nope. Um, I think I would have to agree with Lena. I would not say it's a classic. Um, I, I just would never want to watch this movie again. Like I can say that I watched it. If someone ever brought, brings up, like you said, I have never had anyone bring anything up about it. Um, Chantal's the rare oddity. So I feel like people mention Gremlins more. And I hated Gremlins. So (laughs) mention
2: Gremlins more? Yeah. I feel like I've never had anyone bring that movie up. I have, which is why I'm like, why is this always brought up? I'm
1: confused. Because this movie they know
2: you hate this movie that much. Maybe.
1: Maybe. Maybe I feel like Goodwill Hunting though had like I've heard about it so much, like in comparison to like It's, I I feel like I've heard about it, like, the name of it enough times, though, that in comparison to, like, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Breakfast Club, like, et cetera, I feel like it's one of those that's just kind of, like, you have to watch this movie before you die, like, on those kind of lists. Okay. Well,
0: all right, then. So, I guess next week we are doing the um, Schindler's List, correct?
2: Schindler's List,
0: yep. All right, then I will see you guys next
2: week. See you next week. All right. See you
0: next bye, bye. bye. Hey guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Just want to let you guys know that we upload on Sundays. So we will see you here again.